What is up, people? This is Toffee Blues USA, your source for all things Everton, American style. Uh, apologies for missing out on last week's recording. We had one scheduled, and I didn't feel great. And I got worried. had the chills, and I was like, oh, crap. Something bad is coming. But guess what? It was nothing. I woke up the next morning, and I was fine. And I was cursing whatever vessel I dwell upon this earth in. You know what I mean? I just entered a sentence with a preposition and I'm just going to deal with it. So (laughs) joining me this week, I've got a familiar face, familiar voice. Uh, I I just want to, and if you're watching this, you get to gaze upon his magnificent Orlando City shirt. Ladies and gentlemen, Jacob Ritchie is joining us from uh, Tennessee. Yes, sir. All right. Chattanooga. So, yeah, give the big give the big welcome. You, right now, Jacob, you need to imagine all these wonderful Everton supporters going, yay, <laughs> yay. Yeah, because that's what they sound like, right? Jacob, mm-hmm. it's good to have you back, man. It's good to talk to you. It's good to be here. Always good to have a chat with you. So I'm doing something a little different, doing something a little different. First of all, also for everybody watching, I apologize. My hair is absurd. And for every everybody who's <laughs> listening, I assure you, it's a weird thing. And I don't know what I'm doing with it. Just letting you know right now. You could probably hear it. So <laughs> just had to get that out of the way. So I'm doing something a little different, not just with the lettuce on my noggin, but also uh, with, the in, with the intro. I'm going to do something a little bit on the different side. Um, I'm going to start. Uh, I'm putting Jacob on the spot. With some of these uh, some of these questions, I have not told him any of the questions ahead of time, um, and because I know Jacob is a guy who who presents compelling arguments when speaking to folks, he knows his politics really well. He's he's just a reasonable fellow, Jacob. I would like you to start. Just just give us a little bit of background for the people who who don't who don't know you super well. Tell us the story of you. Let's let's get the the Jacob story. Let's just go ahead and get this knocked out right now. Let's well, I Jacob the story. I'm a college <laughs> student. I'm I'm a junior at the University of Tennessee Chattanooga. I'm studying politics to go to law school, and I have been around supporting Everton for six seven years now. Mm-hmm. So and, yeah, yeah, and so you're originally not from Tennessee, though, right? No, just just north of the border in Kentucky, Greenville. Right on, Greenville, Kentucky. And for those of you uh, folks in uh, in Britain, you need to be aware that every single state in this United States has a Greenville. So all of uh, them. It, every, it's yeah. <laughs> every every single one. You know, it's really funny. Just to like the odd coincidence plugging something that happened this past weekend, there was a gathering in Greenville, South Carolina. Carolina Toffees were, were gathering there at, a, at an outdoor location. It looked awesome. And Tony Sampson from Everton, Chicago, actually was taking a big old road trip. He stopped by. They have all these pictures. They look super fun. And I was just like, ah, 
couldn't couldn't go. Got kids' games to go to. I mm-hmm. doggone supported my children. The life of a responsible dad. Uh, so <sighs> anyway, so Greenville's all over. Lots of you know birthing great things like Carolina Toffee's gatherings and mm-hmm. Jacob. Yeah, good stuff, everybody. So now that I've interrupted Jake, the story of Jacob. What else? What else defines you, Jacob? What else is going to give us an idea of, of who you are? And then I'm going to delve even deeper. Oh, that's a that's a tough one. You're putting me on the spot, Jerry. Who am I? Yes. Who am I? It doesn't. You don't have to go all existential. You know, you don't have to unless you want to. Then the show becomes completely different. <laughs> Toffee Blues, you, Wild USA. Ah. <laughs> I mean, okay. I I am a, a huge soccer fan, obviously, mm-hmm. avidly. Uh, I'm a food lover. Mm-hmm. I am a very sociable people person. Mm-hmm. And I write for fun. I love to write about sports, politics, law journals. I'm everywhere. Wow. You write law journals? I do. Hold on. Question. Very, very dumbed down law journals. <laughs> We're not talking a hundred page <laughs> master's thesis here or anything. Yeah, Very simple you, stuff. Yeah, you got to make sure we don't hold you in too high esteem there. No, 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 there, no. Jacob. No. That's like saying, oh, I won an Oscar, but it was just a lower level Oscar. It was, it was yeah. an indie film. It was it's one of those for like sound editing. That's not a lower level Oscar. That was a joke. <laughs> sound, sound editors out there. Hmm. <laughs> uh, so... Um, wow, I didn't know this stuff, by the way. This is all new information. You're, you're, you're writing about all this stuff for fun. Um, is it ever, is it always like nonfiction, that kind of stuff? Or do you ever delve into like story? Uh, I'm not really like a big story person. I'm more, I like to like to analyze things mm-hmm. and write how I feel about them. Like that's why I like writing about soccer so much because you watch the game and then you get to be like hey this is what i saw and this is what happened it's cool Mm -hmm. i like getting to tell people about stuff nice so -hmm. it's interesting that you're going into law and not a journalistic type of pursuit you know what i mean i know i know tossed up both Mm. No, nah, it it must must be must be awful being being great at more than one thing, Jacob. It's <laughs> great at two things. Yeah. <laughs> you're killing right. me. You're killing me. <laughs> so, next next thing. You've told me you like some things. Okay. Now I would like for you to convince me. To do something, indulge in, it could be indulge in a movie, a show, a food, a dance, a drink, a mm. book, an artist, maybe your favorite kind of socks, your favorite clothes, uh, convince shoes, convince me of the merits of something to where I need to do more research and get into it. Jerry, I've got something perfect for you. Have you ever seen the show BoJack Horseman? Yes. Listen, my favorite, one of my favorite shows of all time. Okay. The writing is incredible. I love the animation style of that show. 
And for very extensive portions of that show, it deals with an animated horse that has an alcohol and drug problem. Mm-hmm. And you know, the bigger existential crises of life. And as someone who has had family members in these same situations with substance mm-hmm. abuse, right? Mm-hmm. I, I, I think it's interesting that it tells such a good, powerful character story while also being something that you can watch and be like, haha, that was funny. But then you can think about it later and say, wow, that was also hashtag deep, you know? Wow. And like, it sounds super conventional when you talk about it like that, like mm-hmm. really stereotypical, but I, it, it's such a good show and everybody I can convince to watch it, I do. Yeah, what's funny is I've seen, I know I've seen the first season, the whole first season. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if I've seen the second one or not. I don't remember. I know for a fact there are two things I love about that show. No, three. Three things. Give me three. All right. Number one, the opening credits. How yes. does the opening credits, at least, I know for this first season at least, it's so haunting for a comedy, short, goofy comedy show. It's haunting mm-hmm. and beautiful. The, the music is just on point. It just, it just slowly drifts from scene to scene. It's just, right. uh, it, it almost feels like you're blown to a party. You know, <laughs> it's, right. it's, it's, it's beautiful. Right. So there's that. Number two, Amy Sedaris. Okay. Mm. Who plays, uh, okay. This is how long the show has been. It's a cat character. The yes. Agent. Yes. Mm-hmm. Agent. Yeah. She is somebody who's actually from North Carolina and her brother is a famous writer, David Sedaris, right? Right, right? And she did a show on Comedy Central a long time ago called Strangers with Candy. And huh. she's like this, she's one of the funnier humans, like <laughs> just out there. She's just an amazingly just the humans. funny human being. Mm-hmm. She's brilliant. And Strangers with Candy, it's just, it's just vile. She's just so <laughs> dirty and, and witty at the same time. How can you be so good at both? She's great. Um, mm-hmm. Also, last thing, uh, is the character named Vincent Adultman? Yes. <laughs> Who is, I don't want to, I don't want to spoil this for anybody. I don't think it's spoiling anything, but Vincent Adultman is, is actually, it's uh, three, two or three children wearing a trench coat, playing themselves off as an adult. And it's one of the best gags in the whole show. It just goes and goes and goes and goes. It's great. It's very it's so, good. It's so good. Okay, so you've convinced me to reindulge in the show. Well done. You speak really clearly about it. It's like, I feel like you've spoken about it before. It's pretty good. It, it's almost as though I planned this and I told you about this beforehand. And Jacob, you're making it look like I cheated here. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What's the deal? Okay, last question before we go to an Everton-based question. This is getting to the uh, football, soccer realm, soccer, football. Depending on the audience, you can choose to close your ears, earmuffs when I say soccer. Okay. Uh, U.S. national team played today. Yes. So I only got to see parts of it. Mm -hmm. But my opinion right now is not worth it right now. Nobody needs my opinion. I didn't see the game. However, I find my get myself getting a little excited. Well, how can you and not? So if you were talking to one of our we we have our Toffee Blues uh message group on Twitter. So if you're talking to one of those guys, 
you know, in England, talking to these guys, and you're trying to convince them the U.S. national team is, is actually going to be for real sometime mm-hmm. soon. Can you, can you convince them of that, or do you even want to go there? Do you feel like it's more of a, uh, an investment it's going to take? There's talent there, but is there a style? Is there cohesion? You know, how do, where do you go on this? I, I think, okay, here's the thing. Uh, this is probably the best and deepest youth pool the national team has ever had, clearly. Right now, we're not there. We're not competing in the World Cup right now. But, okay, for example, when I was watching this game against Jamaica today, at halftime, Christian Pulisic gets subbed off. Mm-hmm. Brendan Aronson comes on. And I think it says a lot about the depth when you can sub off one of the best young talents in the world and be like, now I'm even more excited because here comes Brendan Aronson. And, I mean, you look all over the pitch. I mean, it's Gio Reyna, Musa is incredible. Oh my Sergino God, Dest playing out of position was incredible today. Reggie Cannon, very good. John Brooks, always good. Josh Sargent, incredible assist today. Legit had two goals from midfield. Oh. I, I think there, there's a lot there. And I think for in the next two or three years, you're going to start seeing some of these young guys get really scary good. Mm-hmm. And so I do think there's potential there for the U.S. men's national team to really start competing at a higher level than they ever have been. I agree. I'll just be right I'll be I'll be curious about stylistically what Burhalter sort of ends up like. Yeah, and that's the thing because nobody really knows what Burhalter wants to play or what team he favors. Mm-hmm. And of course, there's there's the contingency of people that claim that he is very MLS biased, mm-hmm. and I think that's even going to be a non-issue now because so much of our young talent has gone away from MLS. Yeah. Like who's, who's going to get into the team from MLS anymore? You know? I mean, I feel like every single player you just mentioned plays in Europe. Mm-hmm. I, th- every single one. I think Brendan Aronson is still currently playing for the union. No, no. You said RB Salzburg. Really? Yeah. Recently you sold him. Yeah. Oh, I love that kid. He's one of my favorite uh, young thought, talents we have. See, that's what I thought. Because I, I thought he had gotten sold. And then on the broadcast today, they said that he had participated in some preseason with the Union. And I know that Orlando have played the Union twice already in the preseason. No, and I, he, thought I, rec- I thought I remembered his name coming up, but I guess not. Yeah, he's been playing for Salzburg in uh, Europa League. Yeah, hmm. we watched him play Europa League for Salzburg. And, like, I was – Showing, uh, we watched them specifically for him, so I could show my kids. Be like that kid, that kid right, right. there was just right. playing in MLS. He's a fantastic talent. Watch him. Um, yeah, and he's. I mean, he obviously needs more seasoning. You know, mm-hmm. he needs more, more strength. But he's. Uh, I mean, he was a heck of a player in MLS. He's a heck of a player in Austria right now. Um, yeah, uh, he's exciting. I'm with you, dude. I, I can't say they're for real yet. Right. Like I can't. Yeah, I'm with you, but but man, we are spoiled for talent. It's it, you see, I mean, strides. It's really cool, mm-hmm. really cool to see the strides. Um, awesome. So, 
this is a tough one. We're going to delve into Everton content now. So oh boy. all of you people who are watching and watching an Everton show, listening to an Everton podcast for Everton content. There you go. Welcome. We are. This is for you. Uh, uh, city match. FA Cup. Yeah. Loss. Yeah. Um, tight game. Not possession-wise, but in terms of scoreline, uh, then we, we give up one goal, then we start stretching to try to go for it and give up another. Um, it happens. So I saw two prevailing sentiments on here, Jacob, on Twitter and on social media, two very definitive, very like, I didn't stutter, this is how I really <laughs> feel type of opinions. Right. And they almost felt like the opposition was silly for thinking how they thought. Mm. All right. So, A, there's the, the, the opinion that, hey, City's great. We had a solid game plan based on our talent. Uh, we gave up that one goal. And because of that, we stretched and gave up the second one. We put in a good shift. It's going to be okay. Okay. And, and, they, and people were kind of like, you know what? Could be worse. Could have been embarrassed, right? It's, the, it's sort of the could be worse crowd, you know? It's the, hey, that was a fantastic team. Maybe the best team in the world right now. Let's chill out, right? Mm. I would even almost go so far as to say that's the optimist route, right? Glass half full. Then there's the pessimist route, which is we didn't win. We didn't win. And I don't like having my head patted by people telling us, you did a good job, buddy. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, <laughs> you'll get there eventually, little guy. So. That's funny. I'm sorry you got me. So people don't like that. It's very like, hey, we're not there. It's the right. Neil Satis Nisi Optimum like way of thinking about it. It's like that wasn't the best, so it's not good enough. Right. Okay? And these two sides are really strong. And I hear mm. people, when I see them on, on Twitter, I don't see mm. as much opposition. I don't see a lot of arguing because typically right. those people are followed by people who agree with them. And they've blocked right. everybody who doesn't. And right. vice versa. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So it was just really interesting because I usually don't weigh in on this kind of stuff because mm -hmm. I'm not a big fan of Twitter arguments. No. I just don't like them. I've gotten into silly back and forth before. It's, ex it's so ridiculous energy. And I'm just like, if I were talking to you, you'd get this done like this. It'd be Nobody over. wins on Twitter. Oh. Um, so, Jacob, hmm. how do you feel you and... How do you feel about the opposition view? See, I am much more probably in the first camp. Mm -hmm. I mean, when you're when you're talking about City, right? I mean, it's a team that had won what eighteen in a row and been unbeaten in twenty three or twenty four games, something yeah. ridiculous. So, I mean, they're they're coming to Goodison Park, which usually is a good thing for us. Keep in mind. Yeah. 
we haven't been great at home. Okay, eventually it's going to have to change, but for now it is what it is. The injury list, not great. You're missing – you're probably your most creative team player in your whole team, James Rodriguez. Right. So it, just with him gone, you get into this, well, we're not going to be able to hold and create and play this just pass it around – keep the ball style of game like Manchester City do. And so I was talking, funny enough, I was talking to my girlfriend about the same thing. Bless her heart. She is kind enough to watch soccer with me. And I said, this game is going to be very much so hard on our team. It's going to be without the ball. We're going to be chasing the game. It's going to have to be a lot of standing in deep, blocking, blocking shots, because it, it, it's, it's not going to be fun, especially for somebody like Calvert-Lewin, right, or Ben Godfrey, who's chasing the game. And, and that's what it was for 87 minutes. And I thought we were pretty good, actually. I thought our back line was great, held its shape really well. I thought even with this massive amount of possession they had, they didn't create a ton. Mm-hmm. I thought Joe Virginia played really well also. Mm-hmm. I, and, and when they score the first goal after DeBorne comes on, it's, it's that moment where you had let yourself start to believe. I know I had. I was like, well, maybe if we can just get it into extra time, then maybe we can hold on to penalties. And then maybe Aguero and De Bruyne don't score past Jal Virginia, you know? You get there. <laughs> yeah. So when the, when the first goal flies in, I look at her and I remember going, all right, here comes the second. Mm-hmm. And before you could even really blink. And I said, that is why you can't come into this game wide open like so many armchair managers on social media want you to do. We would have lost that game 10 nothing. Mm-hmm. And I think we made a really good – I think we had a really good showing, and I think we made a good name for ourselves. And I don't mm-hmm. think that's a game that most people expect us to win. And, of course, you'd like to win it. But recruit in the summer, get better, yeah. come back next season. I, I think that's okay. Realistic expectations are okay. Not everything is trophy or fire. You know, I think there's some middle ground to be had there. Mm. So, does it make you cringe? Kind of the the other angle. See, I mean, and not and not really even because I understand the people who are like, you don't want to be on social media like that is what I wanted to happen. Because I mean, for for me even in the last five years, what have Everton done cup wise besides that semi final and what was it, twenty fifteen in the FA mm. Cup? Since then, we hadn't gotten out of the fourth round of the FA Cup. Yeah. I, you, you have to take the progress and be willing to be optimistic about progress while also being able to acknowledge that we want to keep doing better. Right. So. Yeah. I, I actually, I mean, I tend, I, I wasn't super angry after this one. No. Um, uh, you mentioned a lot of the points I would have made. Um, the only thing that I would say I would have, added to it is um, somebody who would have really helped uh, was Decore. Yes, I agree. Decore Huge. Against a team where we need to break up their play 
you know, it's yes. just energy in a bottle and you don't, you don't have it. Um, that stinks, you know? <laughs> and so it's the thing we had, we were missing a two primary presences to make our team as strong as they could be. Right. Right. Um, so that's going to be tough. And, and uh, believe it or not, I was actually sort of encouraged. That's, you know, the fact that there was a game plan put in place mm-hmm. and things were tight and we were missing those players. Good teams should be able to do that. Yes. Now, really good teams win that game. Find a way. Yes. Right? Yes. Find a way to win the game. No doubt about it. And these people are right. Yeah, yeah, it sucks. We lost. It sucks. All right. But I think uh, I can't sit there and tell anybody who's feeling like, hey, we didn't win. It's embarrassing that you think it's okay. We lost. I, those kind of folks, I can't even begin to tell them that I think they're wrong because I don't, because a lot of this depends on your personal psychology, man. Right. You know, who are you as a person? Where are you at right now? You know? Yeah. Um, I, I'm not going to sit there and tell you I felt all warm and fuzzy from, you know, getting, you know, pulling a goose egg against city in a mm-hmm. quarterfinal. I don't. Yeah. It sucks. The reality thing, the ra- reality is if you want to go cut and dry black and white, the people who are negative about it are right. We lost period. It sucks. Right. If you want to go black and white, if you, mm-hmm. and if that's where you're at in life, cool. Do you, you know, but I don't know. I got got to be honest. I feel like there were more. There were some factors, you know. And I, I tend to agree with you, Jacob. I didn't think it was the worst. I didn't think we had a lot of awesome chances on goal, but we had chances. They were there, and yeah. we didn't give up a ton of clear chances for them, which is sort of what our mo is this season. We're not giving a lot of sight on goal, you know. Um, so yeah. I'm, I'm not, I, am I bummed about it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, am I, am I encouraged by certain stuff? Yeah. The stuff you said, man, stuff you said. I, yeah. I, it's crazy because I think if we just get one of those little half chances to go, mm-hmm. we can win that game. I mean, I don't think we're that far off and Decore would have absolutely loved that game. Yeah. He would have been everywhere. So I think you're right. I don't think it's as black and white as some people make it out to be, but I also understand that view as well. And that's, that's what I was going to say. I think you and I are similar in that, you know, we both kind of, you know, we're both kind of like, that's a complicated question. I think we say that a lot in life Mm -hmm. (laughs) to a lot of questions, Uh, you know, and, but that's just kind of where we're at. And if you're the kind of person who's, who's out there and is saying, look, I don't find it to be complicated. That's cool. That's fine. You don't have to convince me. It's See, because I've been on both sides of this argument with Everton yeah. many times. The apathy sets in at random times, and it happens. I mean, it's tough being an Everton supporter. Well, th- that's truthfully. the thing. I've, I've felt that way again with, uh, for other teams mm-hmm. that I've supported when there's, everybody's like, oh, you did a great try. Yeah. You know? I'm just like, screw that. Right. Should have won that game. You know, and it's like I've been that jaded supporter who's sick of getting, you know, torched in a tournament. See, Nani misses the PK in the semifinal of the NLS Cup, and it's pats on the head for Orlando. Good try, but mm-hmm. we're two stupid red cards 
and we're out of the tournament because people can't keep a cool head. And that's frustrating. And you feel jaded by it. And yep. your, your star player misses a penalty, Nani, and you're out of the tournament just like that. And, you know, yeah, it's jading. It's jading. Yeah, yeah. it is. It is. It absolutely is. Mm-hmm. And, um, and a lot of these people are, by the way, most of them are not like, and this is where the American angle comes in. I feel like right. some of these, these folks are people who've been supporting for a long time. Yes. And they're, you know, and they're just like, you know, now I will say a lot of the people in our Toffee Blues group, they're long time since birth, Everton yes. supporters. And a lot of them were like, that city team's amazing. Right. We did it all right. Move on, you know? Yeah. Um, so you don't have to be a long-term support. Again, like I said, it's personal psychology. Yes. It really is. So, okay. That was just something I've been like vexed with this, like doing a tug of war with myself, like yeah. seeing this on Twitter. And I'm and just kind of like, it's just competing. And I, I don't think it's can you, bad. Can you imagine if you had been as passionate about Everton as you are now in say like the eighties and the nineties when the, when Everton were really good. And now yeah. you've been to this big drought. It's understandable. Yeah. I get how these yeah. people feel. Yeah. Yeah. That's good, Jacob. It's well done. Okay. <laughs> Jacob's got the last word on that. Move on. That's an awful throw. Everybody delete that part. Pretend like you didn't see it. Much better, Jake. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go on to the mailbag. So a lot of questions this week. Um, I'm going to start with our Twitter questions, and then I'll move on. I, there's too many to do. We're going to do our best. We're going to have to go fast, though. Lightning round. Okay. So if we give short shrift to your brilliant question, and granted, I'm telling you, there are really good questions here. All right. Uh, apologies. Um, come on the show. Let's talk about it next time. All right. So, <laughs> we love you all. Just send a message. Let's do this. All right. So are you ready for the mailbag? I'm ready. Let's get into it. Okay. We are starting with the brothers McAllister, each individually submitting questions independent of each other. Paul and Terry. <laughs> yep. Paul and Terry. Terry and Paul. Mm. Bad boys for Green life. Green team. Dynamic Giro. Mm. Legion of Doom. You know, <laughs> I, I, yeah. Anyway. So, Terry, because his was posted first, I'm going to say his first. It has nothing to do with him being older or, <laughs> or if the question's better. So, Paul... All right, so Terry, Josh King, stick or twist? Mm. Or that's his first question. Stick or twist, Josh King? What do you got? Twist. Why? I, the club already said they're letting him go, so now I'm I'm stuck at this like like he's going anyway. Did they I, actually I, though? That's the thing. We have no idea if they actually said that. Right? There was it a doesn't rumor feel out. like. It doesn't feel like we're going to keep him. It feels like he was brought in as an emergency striker for six months and then he's gone. It's really hard to disagree with that, Jacob. <laughs> so, yeah. And, he'll, um, and he will get a job playing somewhere else. He's a great yeah. striker. I just don't think he's playing. I just don't. I mean, he's not getting any time now when we've no. had several opportunities where we have needed him. And he's not yeah. been getting the time. Not promising. I would feel a lot better had he been placed there and I would feel like Carlo had more faith. Yes, so, I agree. Um fully down with being wrong on that by the way yes i hope me it's just too, because 100%. he had 
I hope it's because he had fitness issues and he's just getting up to snuff and he has a killer rest of the season. But yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah. Guilty new contract. Yes. Short term. Hmm? Short term. Yes. Do you think, think he stays if we only, because I mean, he's going to have the occasional option. No. I think if we offer him what, maybe a one year with an option for a second, and we keep, and we pay him what we're paying him now. I don't see why he leaves, and I think he's good enough to hang around in our squad as long as he wants to. I mean, if he wants to go play somewhere else, it's not going to matter. But I think he's more than good enough when he wants to be to to be regularly rotating in and out. And who see, are we going to get that's better than him to fill that role as somebody see, who rotates? See, that's the thing. I I really like the the dynamic of, okay, we could start Hamas or we can start Gilfie. Mm-hmm. Hamas is yes. not going to be healthy. Not going to be consistently no. healthy. Gilfie will, but Gilfie, there's going to be certain games where the lineup, the matchup is more beneficial to go with a different type of player. And I think you know? that suits Gilfie better even. I think that makes him want to be better. His motivation is helpful because he hasn't had any competition in that cam spot forever. Mm. So yeah, he's he's a strange guy, man. Uh, not personally, I'm sure he's probably very nice and charming. But yeah. uh, but it's like there have been times where moments uh, there are perceived lacks of effort from folks. Um, and but I I I'll say uh, I think Carlo likes him. Yes. Uh, I also think he likes Carlo. I think a lot of it's just going to depend on his other opportunities. And I think By all we're going to Yeah. Go ahead. One of one of the most impactful people in training. You hear mm-hmm. it all the time how good of a man manager he is in training. Mm-hmm. And the manager obviously likes him, so Yeah. I'll be fine with it. I think it's going to be I I don't think I think if he leaves it's not going to be anything personal toward Carlo at all. I think it's because he had an opportunity to be a more influential player at a different club, period. Where do you think that would be? Just one club off the top of your head. I don't necessarily, I don't see. I was actually going to say a different premier league. I think there's just, uh, I think he would want to stay in premier league. Mm. It's my gut. And I think there are a decent amount of premier league teams who would pay for him. Yes. They really do. And I think I they probably – it's very possible that – like, I, I don't know. I think he's physical enough for the Premier League. Mm-hmm. And when he feels – when he believes in a system um, and he feels important to it, he, you really get a lot out of him. Right. You know? So, um, yeah, anyway. It's a tough one. So, <laughs> I would say I have no problem with offering him a new contract as long as the terms are right. Do not make a mistake here. I don't want to – I hesitate to roll out a red carpet for him. And for that reason, I actually think he's going to leave. Mm. But I think that's understandable too. I, I, I would agree. I would agree. Mm. I wouldn't blame him for leaving if that was the case at all. No. So, uh, last question by Terry. Diamond formation. Stick with it or go back to wingers? This is in reference to the four four two diamond we've been playing, right? That bizarre, yeah, that kind of, it's very, you know, with those kind of no real wingers, essentially. No. And we're getting a lot of our width from our um, 
like our wing backs, right? Our, our full backs, whatever you want. To, yeah, left and right back. <laughs> See, I think that completely depends on who's fit. If if Hanez is fit, I would much rather us be playing wingers with Calvert Lewin up top and Richarlison and him to both yeah. sides. But if he's not fit, then we can't really play that style. I don't think. I don't think we have the personnel to be efficient playing with wingers. I mean, I don't know who you're putting out there because it's Richarlison on one side, and then who else? See, that's your real question. And and we had a string of games where Iwobi was influential. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. We haven't seen much of that lately. Right? We've actually had heard more criticism on him lately. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like I've seen more of of him... Uh, a lot of posts, you know, huge fan of the pictures of beans on omelet and omelets, by the way, uh, those are massive. Uh, but, um, you know, kind of the, the weird, like cryptic Instagram posts about playing his favorite position and that kind of stuff. Uh, I don't know. I, it's hard not to agree with you on this man because it does feel like we're, we're light in the winger department. And I feel like the majority of the personnel decisions in terms of formation Mm -hmm. and tactics almost always depends on who is available and adapting tactics based on those folks. Right. So what's going to be give you the best chance to win the game. Um, See, I am personally majorly in the camp that we need a completely new right side in the summer, right winger, right back somebody who can play in the right side of midfield. Mm-hmm. I, I think two or three people that could play on the right. And also with that being said, I would like to say that I think a is much better than most people give him credit for. And I think he falls into that same camp with Gilfie Sigerson, where I think it's going to end up being, Oh, we spent this much money on him and he's never going to be able to live up to what people want. Because Gilfie, if you look at his goals and assist record, it's not bad. Mm-hmm. I think he's been pretty good for the most part. But mm-hmm. because we paid the $28 million plus add-ons, it's always going to be, that was a panic buy and we need to move him on. So it will be lose for him, I think. It will be, unfortunately, is a situation where He's great at kind of scything through defenses. His mm-hmm. ball control is great. Uh, close control when he cuts in. It will be his biggest drawback to me is just crossing the damn ball. The final ball. Oh, my God. It's like he does so much, and he's very dangerous if you need to crack into like a uh, a, a back line that just doesn't want to move. You need those types of players. You know, you need those types of players who can, who can, you know, maintain the ball and kind of go between two people. So, you know, shifty and, and he is one of those. Um, but him as a winger in a situation where you need him to be crossing the ball, I don't feel like we have enough wingers that can cross the ball, period. No. When you're in a situation where you've got Luca Dean, right? Um yeah, and I realize even with wingers, our, our fullbacks can get forward. I know. But uh, I think one of the one – of the, we, we really want to uh, – my big problem here is this. I don't know. It, because we don't have the legs in the midfield of Decore, 
we need to pack it in. Yeah. We need to clog it up. And that is a way for us to not only clog the middle, but create quick combinations to get the ball out wide to our fullbacks uh, and, and push it forward to our forwards. So I don't know, man, that's, I'm See, still, I think, you, I think you hit it on the head there. Honestly, I think that's perfectly stated. Like I I'm, so I'm, I'm Terry. I'm going to say diamond formation. Yeah. I agree. I'm going to say stick with diamond formation based on who's healthy right now. Uh, with Hamas coming back though. Mm. Things become interesting. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. I've been saying all this without remembering that Hamas may be back in the next game. Hey. Right. All right. Hey. <laughs> we'll get there later. So, <laughs> Terry, thank you for your questions. You're the best in your beard game is unsurpassed. Dude, for real, Terry, you need to come to the American Appalachian Mountains. You will fit in and it'll be awesome. You know you want to come here. Hang mm-hmm. out. Let's let's go hang out by by the river and everybody's <laughs> gonna be like, that guy needs a banjo. Because the beard game is epic. Crazy. I haven't gotten to talk to him in so long because I haven't done a show with him for so long. So I have mm. this is my only way to talk to him. <laughs> Hi Terry. <laughs> so good. So good, Terry. Love you. All right, now Paul. Paul, who's always always like submitting questions he's awesome okay yes. paul is always submitting questions and they're thoughtful they're friggin' thoughtful uh paul McAllister. uh so uh, just imagine the conversations in that hot household uh so mm-hmm. pa- paul asks europa conference league or not some supporters saying yay for the away trips but as international fans What's your view? I, 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 I've got to tell you, Paul, thank you for actually, this is like a focused on American fan, you know, international fans who can't go the away game. Um, so, yeah. So do we, do we view it as bothersome extra fixtures or is it exciting the possibility of winning it, being in, you know, competition? What do you think, Jacob? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, this is good. It, it sounds so pretentious and so bigger than it should be to say because we haven't won a trophy since before I was alive. Mm-hmm. We don't want to be there. We don't want to be in that competition. We don't want to be playing against the teams in that competition. It doesn't matter if we win that competition. I think going into that competition is the same thing recruitment wise and success wise as this not being in Europe. No, I don't want to be in the conference league. It's a waste of time. It's dead fixtures. We don't have the depth for Europa league as it is. So if we're, I mean, I don't want us to be making signings to play in the, in the, in the, in the Europa conference league. And that's just pretty much all I have to say about that. I, you can never change my mind. It feels like such a waste of time. It feels like a money grab. I can't even pretend, Jerry, like I want us anywhere near that thing. Get Southampton in the conference league and let's move on, please. Like, no, absolutely not. Absolutely not. I'm just no. kind of upset, Jacob, that you're, that you're avoiding the question. 
Why won't you actually give a firm stance on this? What's the deal with the waffling? You know? <laughs> it's just... And God knows what streaming service it would be on here also that I'd probably have to pay $10 a month more for. Dairy. I'm already, I already have like seven. Mm, you're right. I do have a lot of those. It's yes. totally true. Yes. Mm-hmm. The American soccer experience. So are you ready for this, Jacob? Are you ready? You ready for the, the shock waves to from, from North Carolina all the way to Tennessee? Are you ready for this? I don't think you're Hit ready me. for this. Hit me. Mm-hmm. I, I want to play. <laughs> okay, tell me why. Tell me why. I'm ready. I'm so, interested. Because I because I want more Everton games. It's really the only reason. I I love I, I, I my family sits down and we watch Europa League games. Yeah. I mean it, it doesn't matter who it is. We don't yeah. care who it is. We go yeah. to, you know the you know how there's a, two Wolfsburg teams. There's another Wolfsburg from like mm-hmm. is it Austria or Switzerland? Yeah. I'm trying to I think it's Austria. Yeah. I, I was not familiar with this. Now I know because I'm watching this stuff. I remember the early Europa League games when Kuban was our coach, right? Uh-huh. And we were having to play. Apollon, like Limassol. Yes. Oh, before that, Rosenborg, I think. Right. Um, yeah, it's, there was, I think that's what it was. And it was these small teams. There was, and here's the deal. When we played those teams, we were exposed for being fraudulent. Not good. Fraudulent Terrible. is a good. I was this close to saying that word and I held off because I was like, maybe too strong. And then you said it. So <laughs> one of the most embarrassing European performances in the history of world football. I mean, so you go, you go and you play in a tournament like that and you don't get the wins. You're not good. And mm-hmm. here's the thing. If there's a competition that exists that we qualify for, I, every single point you said, Jacob is totally right. Totally right. It's my heart saying, I want to watch more Everton games. See, I, I completely understand that because if we are in the conference league, I will be watching it no matter what. Yeah. And also as a second caveat to that, do you know which places qualify for that? No. Is it eight, nine, 10? No, do no. they not know? Yet? I have not done like any research at all on this because I, uh, I don't know. Just because I, I was like, checked, I, I didn't, I'm pretty I, sure. I'm secretly hoping we don't have to worry about it. <laughs> I'm pretty I'm pretty sure that it said the Premier League only gets like one spot. Yeah. I think it's supposed to be for the smaller countries mostly. But I'm not what, really even sure. If we get into that and we get our asses handed to us, we will have thoroughly deserved it. Okay? Yes. And yes. It, you know what I mean? You go as a Premier League team to a tournament like that, mm-hmm. better take it seriously and don't get freaking embarrassed. You know, if they're there and you're there, then they're not that much worse than you. We learned that someone the hard ha- way or already. someone has deemed it that way, right? Yes. And it's yes. up to you to prove them wrong. I right? 100% agree. So, so yeah. Uh, well, I'll just go ahead and say every single thing Jacob you said is true. I have yeah, I agree with you too. Arguments. I have no problem with you. It's just heart. That's all. <laughs> Here, so, here's yeah. my thing: if we make it, win it. Oh yeah, please beat some ass. Yes, you know what I mean. Don't go there and, and, and show up and then just not care. Yeah, get 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 a piece of silverware. Win it. Cool. 
Just get us and and get play more fixtures, more international fixtures in other countries, so that more, more money. people see us. It gets <laughs> us out there. Now it ain't gonna be a lot of more money. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, be like, okay, guys, we are uh, we're gonna cover your dinner tonight. Subway thanks coupons, for, Jerry. Thanks for coming. <laughs> Subway coupons for everyone. We've given you a uh, a Subway punch card. It's <laughs> it's two thirds filled, and. Uh, you buy a few more, you're going to get yourself a free six-inch sub. You never know. <laughs> hey. All right. Next. Next question from Alfie Lloyd, who has uh, interacted before on Twitter. Um, another really good question, and I, uh, and I don't know the ins and outs, but we can definitely give some quick thoughts on it. With proposed changes of financial fair play for next season, should we buy – seasoned and proven players or invest in younger players and loan them out? I guess it depends on what you think we need. I mean, I think we personally need a little bit of both. And if we're not going to be in Europe next season, it's not going to affect us anyway. So I think once we know if we're in European competition or not, we can start planning around FFP. And if we're not, Mm -hmm. then it'll be business as usual. Yep. I Here's the deal. I'm going to try to not say both, but I want to say both because that's what we did in the summer regardless. Mm-hmm. Right? We invested some of the future and we invested it right now. All right? You don't get Hamas Rodriguez if you're investing strictly in the future. Right? But you also don't get Ben Godfrey, you know, if you weren't completely certain he was going to produce right now, which we weren't. Right. I mean, holy hell, he did. Yes. That's awesome. Right? In a huge but, way. But we didn't know. Alan, that's not for the future. That's for now. That's somebody you know, right? right. Um, it, but again, with those, type, those types of players, there, there are risks, typically injury-based, right? Um, but if you're doing that, you're getting those players, uh, you know about their personalities. That's the best thing about what's going on at Everton right now is the players that are coming, attitude-wise, they fit, all right? Yes. If you've been watching any – uh, Ted Lasso, you know, there's no Jamie Tarts happening here. All right. That's right. I watch pop culture stuff. It's a really good show. I am in um, pop culture. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, man, it's the personalities. Everybody's like about the team. Uh, there, and, and there's a new, like, gritty mentality from a lot of these new players. Love it. Oh yeah, I'm one right now. I'm 100% on board. Trust the club. Whatever they want to buy, Carlo yep. knows best. Let's 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 ride. Let's see where we go. And uh, I will say though, I'm just going to say this. This is probably not good financial sense, but because I don't think we're good enough, if I have to answer between seasoned and proven players or investing in younger players and loan them out, right now I've got to say. Seasoned and proven player, players. I don't think we're good enough. I agree with yeah. you. I need I more depth for right now. Okay. More questions. Um, Jamie M203. Who is most improved from last year? Ooh. Good question. These are good questions, Jerry. Oh, no, these people are way more thoughtful than myself they're great for me this one's easy michael Keane. 
I was going to say him as well. But I think you have a lot of choices because everybody, yes, I do. feel like, is improved from last season. Is anybody not? I mean, Calvert-Lewin will be a lot of people's favorite choice, and he's been leaps and bounds. And, he, and I think he can do the same thing he did this season, next season. Mm-hmm. Get as much better as he did this season, next season. Yeah. But for me, it's Michael Keane. I mean, for him to go from somebody that most people were trying to sell to a guy that you know exactly what you're going to get, a guy that can spray 60-yard passes, mm-hmm. he, he can be the rock in our back line. And I cannot worry. Yeah, he's in great. I, I, it's it's really cool the fact that there are there are we actually have some center backs right now that are feeling really comfortable with each other despite right. the combinations. Um, but I mean, you could make an argument for Yerry Mina too. I was just about to say Yerry Mina yeah. has been almost just as much better as Michael Keane has. They both yeah. look so much more confident now. It's incredible, night and day. And I think it's just different. It's who switched it on at what point. Yeah, Wobie mm-hmm. looks improved. Sigurdsson looks improved. Gomez looks improved. Um, Pickford looks improved. Um, I mean, yeah, uh, you know, you said DCL, but I think right now the one I, that just immediately pops in my mind is Michael Keane. Yeah, I agree. So yeah, um, Josh Barnes asks, "What do you think about Martinez from Inter, Lotaro Martinez?" So great player. There's been a recent link with with him. I think uh, Jacob and I are in agreement here in saying he's he's fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> he's fantastic. This is why this is why Barca has been linked with him for a while now. Uh, he's he's great. Um, I don't know that we're at the phase yet of being able to lure him in. I don't think so either. I don't think we're quite there yet. It's hard to say that because, hey, Everton's, you know, the shit. I love it. But <laughs> it's hard to – you got to gotta sell that everybody else on that, right? It helps yeah. when you got Carlo Ancelotti, by the way. It that does. It goes a long, long way. You never know. James Rodriguez. <laughs> True. Um, yeah, but – I agree with you, though. I don't think we're going to be yeah. able to pull that one in. I, yeah, I think if it was prime – uh, Hamas Rodriguez, it would have been a lot tougher. And and Latoro Martinez is sort of prime right now. Like as far as Latoro Martinez, the way I feel about him coming here is the same way I feel about Koulibaly coming here. I would agree. Yeah. I don't think it may, I don't think for either of them, it makes sense for us or for them. Hmm. Their wages now, would be big. I don't think it like works. He's, uh, they're, they're both great players. They both make us better. Walk right? into our starting 11. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. It would make us better, so it could be cool, but the right. prices involved would be. The wages would be. And they wouldn't come. And they wouldn't come. Sheesh. They, don't, no. they probably don't want to be here. So, I will. Um, but, Josh, I, I like to dream. Absolutely. <laughs> it would be nice. Um, live Kane. Mm. L-I-V-E-C-A-N-E asks, do you think there'll be a North and South American tour this summer? I'm assuming he's talking about, or, or this person could be, uh, is talking about uh, uh, Everton possibly touring uh, the Americas, uh, right. North and or South. I'm, I think they want to do that at some point. I just think pandemic is too complex and I don't think it's going to happen this summer. 
No, yeah, just COVID travel. I mean, it's not going to happen, but they have talked about wanting to do it before. So hopefully soon. I mean, I would love for it to happen. So I think, I think if, it, if COVID wasn't a thing, I think it would have been this summer. They would have been here. Yes. See, I, I agree with you, actually. I think mm-hmm. so, too. Yeah, I think they've been, they've been working really hard to try to really ingrain themselves in, uh, in American, in the culture of the Americas. Um, so there's been efforts, and I think they would have continued that. Hmm. Um, Bowsy Toffee Tits, my favorite name on Reddit. Mm. Love Bowsy Toffee Tits. <laughs> Asks, can we actually finish strongly to make the Europa League, or are we destined for mid-table mediocrity again? Oh. I, I'm going to be really quick and say, yes, we can finish strongly to make Europa League. It can happen. Yes. I, I agree. Yeah, we're good enough. We're more than good enough. No, I mean, the other teams are just as unpredictable. You know, inconsistent yeah. everybody is. Everybody, including us. I mean, Tottenham's not way better than us. West Ham's not way better than us. You never know. We get people, if we get people back healthy and we take games seriously, absolutely. No reason why we shouldn't be finishing top seven. Yeah. I, I, feel, I feel like that's definite. Um, Darkwing Duck 9. And by the way, I'm just going to say, uh, I watched Darkwing Duck as a kid. Mm. It. So... That's another good name. Do you envision the team being more capable offensively in the future? Is the 4.5 or 5 back formation with Coleman, Iwobi, Holgate, or maybe Davies in that spot at right back a thing to be continued? Also, what do you think about Godfrey at right back? uh, He will be the starter or the team will look for a more natural right back during the transfer window. Mm. So... um, you answer first. I've got a thought. I just don't want to sit there and be answering all these first like a jerk. <laughs> uh, I mean, I think pretty clearly he wants to play something that's a bit more expansive. I don't think we have the personnel for it right now. So, uh, yes, eventually I think we'll play more attacking one. Two, Ben Godfrey can play anywhere, apparently, on the back line. So, He's probably fine playing right back, but I personally think that we should be throwing all all the Arteta money at a right back. <laughs> at a right back. I think that is priority number one. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. We want to play more expansive. We don't want to have 20% of the ball forever. And we need a right back. Yep. That's what I think. I agree. Zero arguments. Uh, that guy said stuff I would say too. Um, yeah, I think if you're looking at our starters, um, the most natural fit at right back we have is Coleman. Mm-hmm. And Coleman can't go every game right now. No. I mean, he can, but he's, I mean, he's mortal. Tired right? It's hard. Yes, it happens. Uh, you get older, you lose some of that consistency. It happens. Um so we need someone uh, who's naturally in that place. And when you can't run a typical formation and get the same expectation out of them, Holgate is great defensively most of the time uh, and has some trouble going forward. You, can't, you don't get the same type of uh, final ball that you get from Lucadine. He doesn't yeah. have that. It's not a natural because he's a center back. 
He's a center God back. bless Mason Holgate for playing right back when he was playing so well at center back too. Because I, he he's not a right back. God help mm-hmm. him, but he's not a right back. Yeah, I mean, and and I'd say the same thing for Godfrey, who mm-hmm. is a center back who admirably steps into those positions. Yes, I love him covering those positions. Yes, covering them, right? But not full time. Right. I want I you know, uh, if we're a, if we're a team that has some funds. You cover when you need to, but if you can cover up gaps with natural fits, you do it. That's yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, Gazandapus. <laughs> uh, thoughts on the current center back situation. Mina Keen and Godfrey are all playing exceptional at the moment. So what do you think is our best pairing? I'm hesitant mm. to leave any of them out. Ben mm. fits. Wow, that's a really tough one. Oh my. Okay, so I I don't know, but my gut first choice was Keenan Godfrey. So I'm gonna stick with Keenan Godfrey. Mm-hmm. But I think my second gut reaction is that's really harsh on Yuri Mina. I think they all should be playing regularly. Oh Tate. Yes, okay. I think they should all be playing regularly. They're all doing so well. It's hard to leave one out. It's the rotation, I think, is the smart play there. And I would even include Holgate in those as well in terms yes. of rotating. But it's, but right now, I feel like those are the three that have earned most of the play and time for sure. Yes. Fewer mental lapses and the energy that God forgives, God forgives every single game. That lack of respect that he gives to the opposition. Like, I don't That's care contagious. who we're playing, screw them. Love that. Right? So, yeah, it is contagious. It's awesome. So, yeah, man. Um, but I have to answer this. Keenan Godfrey. I'm going to say Keenan Godfrey. Mm. Yeah. Oh, mm. that hurts. I don't like having to answer I know. questions. I love uh, Yerry Mina. I love him. He's one of my favorite players on this team. Yeah. Again, great the, the, guy. Fair, thing, the fair thing is to rotate there. Yeah. Um, S-E-A, C-J-M-50 asks, who's the best bald Premier League era Evertonian? Andrew Johnson, Lee Carsley, Leon Osman. Um, I actually asked Jacob this off camera. We have a very fast answer because we're American. Tim Howard. Tim Howard. Here's why. Because we haven't been watching the team long mm-hmm. enough to really, I mean, at this era, there's just not a lot of, you know, we haven't seen a lot of bald Evertonian players. No shiny heads. I mean, you know. Jank Tosin. I was going to say Jank Tosin had <laughs> something going on. Something um, going on. But, yeah, Tim Howard, that's, that's probably where we go with it. I would, uh, and, of course, I know who Leon Osman is. Loved Leon Osman. Um, and personality wise, he's probably one of the better. Like, I love listening to him talk. This mm-hmm. His analysis yeah. is great. I love him. Yeah. Um, and had I been watching Everton for longer, probably would say Leon Osman. But anyway, okay. Last couple, last question from Cheese Guy 12. Why is our goal diff so bad relative to the other teams in the top eight? What is the root problem behind this statistic? 
offense, defense, goalkeeping, etc. Mm. Then Cheese Guy 12 said some nice things about the sound of our podcast. So I just want to say thank you, Cheese Guy. You're thank you, Cheese Guy. Um, but um, so yeah, goal diff. Why not good for us? We don't score enough goals to be a team with a high goal difference on the plus side. And I think we have too many of those two, three, one, two, three nil games against teams that we should beat. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think until that fixes up, we're not going to have a good goal difference. And I think that hurts us. So the answer is score more goals, win more winnable games, have better goal difference. Yeah. Yeah. We're squeaking by. Yes. Yeah. All of our, these wins, one, two, nil. I mean, I mean, let's think about let's think about our stylistic play when you watch us play. It's a lot of defending. Yes, it's a lot of defending, um, and making the most of our chances. Mm. You know, I think it's a I think it's style of play, cheese guy. Yeah, that's where I, you know, I think we have a we're we're doing our best to minimize clean looks at goal. So when they the opposition has chances, they're uh, they're not very clean. You know, they're not seeing the goal very well. They've got a defender between them. The best representation for this question is going to be when we play West Ham later in the season because I think they've done really well this season and they're right Mm -hmm. around us. And I think their style of play is in a way kind of similar to what we do. Mm -hmm. So I think that 90 minutes is going to be, you know, a great representation of why our goal difference is middling. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, a lot of yeah. a lot of close games, a lot of close games in the style of play. I agree. All right. So final final subject, final segment here. This is not a mailbag question. One really quick, I did want to say thank you to everybody who submitted questions. We sincerely mm-hmm. appreciate it. You give us you know cool stuff to talk about. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, Final thing to end the show on, Jacob. Our season so far. How are you feeling about the season so far? So, let's start. Do you feel like we'd have we've had enough big wins? Yes. What's the Tottenham biggest twice. win for you? Ooh, what's the what's the best win for me? Five four against Tottenham in the cup. That was fun. Ooh, that's not that the one I was going to go with. What are you thinking? Liver- oh, Liverpool. Yeah. Darby. Darby. Yeah. I mean, significance Liverpool. What was my favorite game to watch? Probably the Tottenham game. The Liverpool game I couldn't enjoy. Uh I was dying the whole time. I was was trying to watch on other parents' cell phones on the sideline of my kid's game in a tournament. Oh, that's brutal. Oh, yeah. But luckily they were all Everton supporters. It was great. Um, And one of them yelled at my son when the game was over to tell him that we won. (laughs) With the games going on. It was awesome. That's awesome. Yes. What a moment for sure. Oh, it was great. Um, but yeah, that's the, the, the cup win. Holy one A, one B for me. I mean, the Liverpool win was fantastic. The fact that we have some options is nice, by the way. Yeah, Good. it is. Um, disappointing losses. Oh, I mean, there's a lot, right? The Newcastle loss is mm-hmm. Southampton, Fulham. Yeah, take your pick. Too bad. Yeah, I, I wrote both new th- Newcastle losses. Yeah, hated them. Burnley. Fulham loss. Yeah, 
And you, Fulham, we, we, we both kind of went the grimy. same places with that. Yeah. yeah. Um, player of the season for you so far? Mm. Calvert Lewin. Calvert Lewin. I, I mean, that's a good one. I mean, it's. Yeah. I mean, I feel like mo- most people would say that. I went. Uh, I went Michael Keane. I have no problem with that. He is my second choice, and I think that question's really, really tough. I mean, hey, again, how great is it that we have options? Yes, feels yeah, good. I agree. So, I don't like this question, but I have to ask it just for balance. Mm. Is there anyone you felt has had an underwhelming season for you this so far? Underwhelming. I don't want to say disappointing. Because maybe, but maybe you're expecting a little something more. You haven't quite gotten it yet. Oh, I think Richarlison in a sense that for a lot, I think it's not super his fault either. I think the red card he got at the beginning of the season put a big Mm. hitch in his momentum. And then he was dealing with some injury, right? Or am I making that up? I'm not sure. But I mean, now he's picked up form and he's playing much better. So. Yeah, I mean, so uh, and he had a little goalless streak, although he was working his ass off the whole time. Yes, he was. You know, so for this question, I want to make it clear: definitely not, not talking in trash about these players. It's I just agree. you held you held certain like lofty expectations, and maybe they're yeah. Uh, for me, I would say I hold Mason Holgate in the same regard as I do with the other center backs. I think he should – I want to be able to rely on him the same as those other three. I want that. You know what I mean? I And right now, the other three right now, I feel like are ahead. And it's only because there's been these little lapses here or there. Um, but, yeah. So, again, he's had some good games, some really good games. And I want to make that clear. But only because I, I want – when we've got him in at center back, I want to say, yes. Awesome. And I'm see totally again, again, I completely agree with you. Mason Holgate would be my second option. Hmm. Cool. This is weird. We're all like agreeing and stuff. I know. Saying different things. We've been on the Crazy. same wavelength. Uh, signing of the season. Oh, I think Corey. I mean, what a monster. It's the first thing I wrote down. Decore and Godfrey, and of, I mean, Hannes has been great, but Decore has it has that midfield nastiness that we haven't had in a while. Yep. Yeah. Uh, you can say that about Godfrey in the back too. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Both outstanding. The only the only uh, the only hitch with Decore is that injury. It sucks so bad he got hurt. Yeah. It Godfrey doesn't just not feel like injured. when it rains it pours. Yeah. Yeah. No, you literally wrote down – you said the first thing that I wrote down first and the second thing I wrote down second. Um, That's how you can make I've arguments been with for you. Yeah. yeah. 1A, 1B. All right. Um, how do you feel about our current league position? Is it what you expected? Is it better or is it worse? A couple weeks ago, a month ago, I thought we'd be a little higher maybe. Then some injuries happened and a couple more bad losses happened and now we're in eighth you know, with the game in hand from Liverpool. You want to be in the top seven. I think we can compete with Tottenham, West Ham, and probably Liverpool this season, to be honest with you, with all the injuries. Absolutely. I think fin- I think finishing eighth would be disappointing from where we've been. I would agree. So, 
would like to see us a little higher. But for perspective, we have 10 more games and we're three points behind where we were last season and we finished 12th. So we've been better no matter what. Yeah. Strides. Um, it's going to be tough without Decore. Tough. Yeah. Really tough. Definitely possible, but it is tough. You're right. Um, yeah, right now, um, like where we're at right now, I think we're slightly below where I want to be. But I mean, yeah. and we have a game in hand. So we have a game in hand. And to me, that's why I feel like our, our league position is not even accurate. You know, until we get that, I'm always going to be like, well, look what we could be. And it's funny because we've been like that, like the whole season we've been behind in games. Yep. So it's been a weird representation. I've never mm-hmm. felt like it's been fully accurate each time. Right. Um, how do you feel about Carlo's job so far? Tactical, man management, all that. Feeling, feeling good? Or have yeah, you had times I mean, where you've been doubtful? I think – it's okay to criticize him sometimes for the team selection and maybe the, the, the style that he wants to play. But for the huge, huge portions, I have been really impressed with how tactically he can implement a game plan. And if that game plan doesn't work, he can switch it on the fly. And I think the players have really bought in to what he's doing. And I think there's a lot of belief right now. And so I think he's doing a great job. I mean, he, he knows it's a long-term rebuild. And I think he's committed to that. And I think the yeah. players are committed to that. And I think we're in a really good spot, personally. I admire his patience. I do, too. I he's a very humble easy. guy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you've, he takes a, a loss. He's kind of like, we're grinding. Mm-hmm. We'll get there. No you excuses, know? ever. Yep. Um, so, final thoughts. Season so far. Are you one of those? Or are you... Where are you? I'm right here for now. By the way, I just realized people are listening via podcast. I did a thumbs up sign, a and that's okay sign, and a thumbs down sign. Well, gosh, man, what's Jerry doing? They can't, they can't hear hand gestures. Well, Jerry, thumbs in the middle for me for now. Middle thumbs. Make Europe. It's a big thumbs up. I'm doing a big thumbs up right now. If you're listening, big thumbs up. Yeah, what if it's Europe? conference <laughs> it's not gonna be the conference league day it's not stop stop <laughs> louisville just missed the tournament and now i have to worry about everton making a t- tournament that i don't want to make uh, oh help me all right so i will say um you know, I know our league position is not great right now, but I'm I'm gonna still say overall I have some thumbs up for the season. Yeah. You know, um, I can't go thumbs down, and I realize we're in eighth. I think we're gonna be higher. I think we're, I think we're, I, and and the the wins we've had some disappointing losses. Those losses have been awful. Uh-huh. Just to reiterate, they were they were shit. But yeah. um, the wins were big, and they were and they felt great. And it was the kind of thing where Everton has deserved that as a club. The people have deserved, you know, joy like that. Um, and it, I feel like there's just more of that coming. So, yeah, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it's a thumbs up because I think there's been some serious positives. And plus, there's been a lot of cool, like, off-the-field stuff going on, too, in terms mm-hmm. of 
like the, uh, I mean, we're in a pandemic and I feel like this is like the tightest that I've ever seen, like the American uh, Evertonian contingent be. It's right. like way more tight knit than I've ever experienced or seen. I think that's it's, really- it's really hard to not be excited about the direction it's heading right now. Mm-hmm. And in I, all I, aspects. There's all these like Everton, like Spanish language, uh, you know, accounts in their Spanish language uh, shows. We have one on Puppy Blues, actually. Shout out Alejandro. Um, yeah, Alejandro. Um, so yeah, uh, check check out his work if you mm. if you speak Spanish. Um, so yeah, that's. I mean, any any other final thoughts on this man? Or that it? I I just want to say I'm happy to be here. It's always nice to sit down and get to chat with you. And for everyone else trust the process because there's going to be more ugly losses but i think we have a chance in the next couple of years to do something really cool so hang in there yeah take it with bad that's good it's gonna be fun mm. it's like your your jerry springer thought for the day mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i gotta echo what jacob's saying um i did want to make sure i told you thanks for coming on jacob um always cool to talk to you such a nice guy so level-headed and so considered uh, in everything you're saying. Um, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, do you have anything you would like to promote, good sir? Hmm. Not particularly. <laughs> Actually, you got me there, Jerry. Yeah. Uh, I, was, I was like, well, you've been writing all this stuff for fun, right? I'm sure you've got, like, some crazy, you know, website where you've been – doing all kinds of analysis the aliens and whatnot (laughs) all right so um then i will i will plug for you everybody follow jacob on twitter oh thank you there you go you should see his details down there um uh yeah there you go he's a he's a human that lives in tennessee that likes everton there you go all right so uh for everybody else out there um I'm going to just plug all the other stuff. If you've been digging the videos and the, and the podcast, please subscribe to the Toffee Blues, uh, Toffee Blues YouTube channel and the, the podcast. We'd really appreciate it. Because, um, I mean, holy cow, the, the subscribers have just been shooting up for the channel. And to think it used to be zero. And now it is at, like, over 8,000. Yeah. Right? It's awesome That's- to see. I don't even, so cool. I can't even fathom that because I know I remember the beginnings of this Jacob and my <laughs> I gosh, know. I had brown hair when this started. Just kidding. It was still great. Anyway, <laughs> it was short though. Uh, anyway, but thanks so much, everybody. Just wanted to throw that out there. Um, also check out the Toffee Blues uh, website. There is uh, analysis like a, from a lot of the, the kind folks that you see that show up on this channel often. Um, they, you know, that guy, the other guy, Jacob, who's been the other voice you've heard. Yeah, that's him. Uh, I'm so, yeah, he does some stuff on there and some other cool people do. It's all things Everton on there. It's just some good stuff. Mm-hmm. So why not check it out? Um, follow the Toffee Blues on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And that's all I have. I have a children's book to promote. Ran off the Christmas moves. It's back there. Order it out on Amazon. It's not just about Christmas. And, but you know what? It does have Christmas in the title and I feel sort of silly promoting it right now when it's, when it's like nearly Easter 
Um, you could pretend it's he's an Easter moose. It just, you know. Easter moose. <laughs> <laughs> It'll have to happen at some point. That gives me all kinds of weird ideas. Okay, so theory. before I... Before I get into how in the world Randolph gets up with a, a rabbit, we should end this. Uh, much thanks to everybody. Much love. I hope everybody, mm. everybody's doing well. Jacob, thanks again, man. Thank you, Jerry. Thank you so much. Talk to you. Always fun. welcome. Always welcome. And uh, good luck to Orlando City as well uh, for your sake. Uh, yeah, that's it, everybody. Have a good one. Take care. Stay safe out there. Um, yeah, much love. Bye-bye.